if you're having a hard time, find somebody to talk to about it, like a friend, a parent, like your Instagram account. Like literally I feel so much better after making that post because I was just internalizing all of this junk. And I was like, I felt so alone. And just being able to like share that and just lay it out. And everybody was just like so nice. Like I literally felt like a weight off of my shoulders being like, okay, I can handle this. I can, I can work through it. Like it's not the end of the world. I'm not alone. I think it helps to just to talk to somebody. Hey dancers, welcome to the show. I'm Julie and I'm your host today on this episode of Broche Banter. I both own and teach at Broche Ballet, a virtual ballet school just for adults. Join us as we explore all things adult ballet. Today on the show, I chat with Jana, who is one of the two fabulous ballerinas by night, a staple of the YouTube and social media world of adult ballet. Jana and I talk about the challenges we have faced through the COVID time, the mixed relationship with ballet that we and our fellow dancers have felt, and just take a minute to commiserate. We hope that if you're in the same boat, you'll find some solace in the conversation, and we hope to leave you with some food for thought. Enjoy. Before we get to the show, let's take our broche bite. On this segment, we'll talk about bite-sized ballet tidbits to give you something to chew on while you listen. Today, let's start off with some inspiration. If you're thinking about getting back to ballet after several months off due to COVID or really after any long break, I wanna take a moment to encourage you to go for it, but with a few words of advice. Over the years of owning Broche Ballet, I've helped countless dancers return to the bar after long breaks and have helped each one through the mental struggles of coming back to ballet. Anytime we return to our past love, we must be gentle and kind to ourselves. Placing expectations on what was or what we once had will set us up for disappointment and an inability to enjoy the process. We have memories of flying across the studio or moving our bodies with ease, and we're hard on ourselves when our current body does not live up to that standard. Every time we return to ballet after a break, it's a new journey and there will be so many new and different things to learn about ourselves and our bodies. Instead of comparing your current self to your past self, Try to meet yourself with kindness. Know that wherever you're starting from, you'll keep getting stronger the more you stick with it. Easier said than done, I know. If you need somewhere to start, check out my gentle and inspirational back to the bar video on YouTube. It's just that, a gentle and inspirational bar to help you re-enter your body with positive energy and soft movements. Now, on to the show. Welcome to the show, Jana. I'm so excited to chat with you today. You too, thank you. So Jana is one of two of the wonderful ballerinas by night, who is um, just an amazing YouTube channel and resource for adult dancers. Um, we've, you've been a staple in our community since, I mean, the beginning of, I feel like when I was dancing, I don't even know how long you guys have been around, but it feels like I can't remember a time before you two. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's been seven years. Yeah, I think 2013, February 2013 was the first time we uh, posted a video, so it's just gone by like that. <laughs> wow, it's, I mean, it's amazing. If you, if anyone listening to the show hasn't checked out Ballerinas by Night, you totally should because Jenna and Abby post so many awesome resources. They did classes for everyone during lockdown. They post videos and topics that, you know, apply to all of us, like uh, leotards for curvy ladies, right? You post about yeah. how to get motivated after work. You post about all kinds of topics, not just ballet related, but about our whole journey and our process. So super, super yeah. useful stuff. And I'm, I'm always happy to have a chance to chat with either you or with Abby or both of you. 
Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> so this, this particular conversation was spurred on by a post that you made on Instagram about being a little bummed, right? Being a little bummed yeah. about ballet and about COVID and about quarantine. And I posted about how I was a little bummed about all of it. And then we got to talking and we decided to come on here and talk about it together for all of our listeners to hear how bummed yeah. we are, what we're doing about how it. We are. <laughs> <laughs> so for better or for worse, we might get a little real in this conversation um, because I think a lot, of, a lot of people out there are feeling real. A lot of people out there are feeling really intense feelings about the world and mm-hmm. what, what about, what not about, what not about, what are we not feeling intense things about right now? Oh, I know. I Only know. Our Only our pets. But then we're yeah, like literally gratitude. <laughs> what, what would I do if I couldn't pick her up and just like hold her? It like literally helps. It's yeah, it's, it's a lot to process. Like it's just like a, a spiral of like being disappointed about every single aspect of your life. Right. And you know, as like, adult ballet dancers like ballet is is you know our outlet to sort of push all that aside and when that is even a part of like the crap (laughs) then you just feel like is there anything to be happy about or to look forward to and it's just it's hard it's a mental toll that's just not fun and I you know I've dealt with depression multiple times in my life I you know I struggle with anxiety like it's, you know, pretty good, but like, I've always dealt with it. And so, you know, I've been really good for like four or five years. And I've just been, you know, just so proud and happy to be like, fine. And like feeling it all kind of like, bubbling under me. I'm like, no, 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 like I don't want that to happen again. And so, yeah, just trying to figure out how to process and get through it. And as you mentioned, we're all very alone in this time, right? Obviously, we're not alone. Mm -hmm. We're all here with like obviously we hopped on the phone the next day after we're both going through right but it it doesn't feel like that it feels like you're very alone because you're not used to seeing your friends and everyone's got so much going on and in a way you know that so many people have it worse than you that you don't feel like you should feel like that word should is Mm -hmm. always dangerous but there's so many people so much worse that you don't want to put your burdens on someone else because they're going through so much and you know that there's people out there who lost family members who can't see them. There's mm-hmm. people out there who are going through so much worse, who have no work, who have no whatever. And that's a lot. And that makes you super sad too. You're sad for other people. You're sad for the world. Yes. Sad for the, the arts community. And you're sad for every, <laughs> all of it at once. I know. It's, it's so <laughs> heavy. I do that a lot too. Like I try to like put it in perspective and I'm like, okay, should we grateful? Like we're healthy. We're fine. You know, as of now and like, um, so, but it's, you know, it's still, it's still feeling and it's still, yeah. I follow like a lot of like therapists on Instagram now. And so like, that stuff really helps to be like, okay, okay. Like right. <laughs> I can feel my feelings and it's okay. <laughs> and you know, one of my favorite questions to ask people who are of a next generation past us, right? So people who are older, like our parents age or our grandparents age, I, mm-hmm. every time I have a chance to talk to, to someone of that age group, I ask them this question is this the weirdest thing that's ever happened in your life? Or was there a time that something as weird happened to you? And I've gotten fascinating answers, right? 9-11 comes up. 9-11 comes up um, a lot, but for different people and for different reasons, right? People who are from California have a different sense of it than people who are my friends who are in Manhattan when it happened, right? There's a different sense. Mm -hmm. But that seemed to have resolved pretty quickly in terms of people's day-to-day lives. It was weird because it changed your, your sense of physical safety in the world, but it wasn't weird in that it lasted for many 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 months right it changed yes but it did not change your entire life 
basically. Mm -hmm. um, that comes up um, like some, some wars earlier come up, you know, like some of those wars that were happening in the eighties, the seventies, stuff like that sometimes come up, but it's so long ago. I don't think people remember it as much. Um, it's, just, it's a fascinating question. I love to ask people that question because in our lifetime, this is hands down the weirdest thing uh -huh. that ever happened. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's such a good question. I want to like, I want to ask my parents that now. I ask my parents, like yeah. everyone I can think of who's older than me, who's been through more. I'm like, okay, yeah. is this weird? What else is this weird? <laughs> you know, I should ask my grandma. She turned 97 in July oh, and after. like, you know, so she's lived through all kinds of crap. She, I like, should almost, ask her. She like almost lived through the Spanish flu. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. And I, she's so chill. I'm like, maybe it's because she's just lived through a lot of stuff. <laughs> totally. You know, it's so funny. I was, I always joke during this period of time that in my, in my youth, in my life, I've always admired people who are older and wiser and calmer and I always wanted to be old and wise. And I'm like, if I have to go gray and get mm -hmm. wrinkles, I really just wanted to come with wisdom. I want to be wise. I want to be one of those people who can just sit there and philosophize and help young people or whatever. And then this happens. And I'm like, if this is how you get it, I, I change. I'm No, I'm good. I'm cool with just the plain wrinkles. <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> I'm all set on the wisdom. <laughs> yeah. I don't need any more of that. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> so... So this, is, this has had a serious impact on the ballet world in terms of adults, in terms of kids, in terms of arts, in terms of performers, in terms of everything. But let's like narrow into adults, right? Because obviously mm -hmm. that's what we have the most impact on and, and, and experience with. And obviously we're sad for all of the other stuff too. But with adults, I think we can probably speak the most to it. Um, how, I, I don't even know where to start with the topic because... I have so many feelings about it. I know you have so many feelings about it. It's so intense and so big. Um, but there's um, a, a, it just breaks my heart when dancers desperately want to dance and can't dance. Why can't we dance? I know. Um, I, you know, when, it, when um, Oklahoma City Ballet, which, which is where I take class primarily, um, when, after they shut down, you know, I was like, I don't know when. I'm going to step back in this building again. Cause I, you know, it's just like, I don't, you just don't know what's going to happen. And so um, when they were talking about opening for classes, like mid July, I was so thankful to see that they were starting with the adult classes. Cause I was like, surely they're going to like let the kids in. Cause the kids always get priority, you know, like they're the, for the teenagers, like those, those kind of kids. And I was, but I was thinking like adults would be like the greatest first people to have come in because we are like, we can be really responsible for ourselves. We can follow yeah. rules. Like we can space out, like we can do all the things. Um, and so I was like really grateful that they let adults in first to come take class. And then I was just talking with Joanna, a ballet librarian on Instagram. We were texting last night and she was, she's in Kansas city and she's like, yeah, Kansas city ballet, like they've opened back up their school, but they don't have any adult classes. It's only kids. And she's just like, I'm so bummed out. Cause I just want to go dance in a studio and I don't know it's it's weird <laughs> yeah um there's there's a huge challenge too even for the people who get back where then there's an extreme sadness for what you used to have right so if you were used to taking class four times a week your mm -hmm. body feels so free and so powerful and so amazing and then you took six to seven months off basically and even two weeks off is a lot in ballet land 
Um, and so then you're coming back to a new body and that's very overwhelming as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely is. Those like first classes back, um, one of my teachers, like we were doing, it was just like a simple jump combo with some C-sums and I like doing those, you know, and it was just like, it was a struggle. It was not easy. And it, you know, I think you could tell like the mental battle we were all going through and it was like, you know what, it's okay. Like, it's not going to be what it was <laughs> six months ago or whatever. Um, I, you know, I appreciated that, that comment. It makes, you know, makes you feel better. And, mm-hmm. um, but still, yeah, it's hard to put in all that time that you put in and just it all goes away. Right. And I, you know, I, I suspect that it goes deeper than just the sea zones, right? It's, it's all the time you put into your mental health and it's all the time you put into your career and it's all the time you put into your life that you are building that then went away in a second and it all comes out in your sea zones, right? So it's, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to feel this. <laughs> I just want a sea zone, okay? How, high, how much is that to ask right now? <laughs> I know. And it's, it's, it's bizarre the ways that these things yeah. come out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's bizarre. I've, um, I've found, you know, people coming back have in many times had better luck coming back to something totally other than ballet, right? So coming back to yoga, coming back to something that they've never done before because there isn't also this intense feeling of loss. Mm. So if you've never done it before maybe you'll enjoy it now because it's movement but it's not what you lost right because right now I think too many uh so many of us um not too many just the right amount so many of us all of us feel an incredible loss of what we had in the past and then ballet is a symbol of that loss because it is something that we cared about and so then I think it becomes really hard to find the joy in ballet because it just is a reminder of the things in your life that you've lost and not Mm. just about the ballet but I think it's just like all the things about how life was in February that are not yeah. the case. That's so spot on. That's really good. I like, I like that. Yeah, I've been seeing some people saying, you know, try to do something outside of ballet, and I think maybe I hang on to it really tight, and I'm like, no, I can't, I can't do that. But yeah, I see, I get what you're saying, how it, yeah, it represents all the things that we knew and loved, and yeah, that's really great. Yeah. I mean, I spend a lot of time thinking about it. Obviously my whole business has depended on helping people get back to the studio. I spend a lot of time thinking about it and trying to figure out how to help our community through it because our community wants to have all of the places to dance, but without being able to dance, they're not going to be able to afford to stay open. So I think it's really important that we figure out together how we come back to it and how we get back to it. Because if we want all the things that we have been working towards as the adult pallet community, we have to figure out how to come back to it. And if that's not this month, it should be soon, right? We want to figure out how to mm-hmm. get everyone back to it soon so that we can keep the momentum going from all the opportunities that we had built up for ourselves and for each other. Yes. You know, that, that makes me like get those feelings bubbling up that I get about like everything that we've done with Ballerines by Night. And like, I feel like this um, responsibility to like, be the avenue for people to like find ballet and like or you know find the motivation and like I want to provide opportunities for people to go do that and I I feel like such guilt sometimes because I'm like I just I don't have it in me right now to be that leader and I hate it because I'm like here we are with this like ability to like help people and I can't get there I don't know 
I'm just too like lost. I can't figure it out. And then that bums me out. It's like another layer of like, <laughs> you know, feeling like a failure and it's not a failure, but it's, you know, it's there. It's, it's, it feels like it a little bit. And so I just, you know, I don't know. I don't know when I don't want to like force something that feels like I'm trying to do something just for the sake of feeling like I should be doing something should again, you know, um, the worst. Yeah. Yeah. But I hate just kind of waiting it out too. I'm like, I just really, really want to do something like, but I don't know what that is. Right. It's a really, I think it's really hard to feel so powerless in the situation and to feel all of those things. And I think, um, being, I think specifically for you and me being, needing to be a positive voice makes it very hard to express our negative voice even to ourselves because we say I can't stop this because other people need it or I can't stop this because Mm -hmm. I'm the voice or the face of this or I can't stop this because of whatever reason and again that's all that should stuff coming out right again all all of that right so there is there's so many aspects to it that come into play there's just too many, I think, <laughs> but really maybe it's just the right amount, as I said earlier. I don't, yeah. You know, it's, it's complicated. It's very, very complicated. Um, and what I think ultimately is going to come from it is in a while, in whatever that while is for each individual person, in a while, I think immense gratitude is going to come from it. And so when we previously couldn't find motivation after a hard day of work, we will appreciate that class so much more that we want to go to. And we will say, yeah, I'm tired, but this isn't forever. And so I might find the motivation in that little nudge to come. I might find the recommitment to ballet in the future because I know what it's like to lose something that means so much to me. So I think ultimately right now, we're just like basically seeing the end of ballet, which ultimately for everyone, the end of everything happens, right? I think we're seeing it now and we're having to face it. And then later, I think when we do come out of it, which I know we will in our own time, however Mm -hmm. long that is for each of us, um, we'll just love it that much more. Yeah, I agree. We definitely, um, yeah, the gratitude um, and appreciation to get to do it. I mean, I feel like we always as adults, we, there's always like a level that's a little bit higher, I think, than, you know, students that are training or even professionals where it's their job. Like we have that like level of like appreciation that, um, I don't know, a lot of them don't right. have. Um, we so yeah, I think we, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> we have to work to get to it. We have to, we have to work. We have to literally work to pay for it. And then we have to literally work to get to it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times like I've been in a class in the the teacher's like, you know, I just taught this intensive. I'm like, I gave this combo and like, nobody worked as hard as all of you guys did in this adult class. And I'm like, yeah, cause like we're giving up a lot to be here and it means a lot to us. And yeah. Right. I think one challenge we all have as um, ballet dancers specifically is the fact that ballet attracts so many of us who want to be better and perfect and we like everything to be in our life to be just the way it is and planned out and you know all of this like really really rigid structure and so I think when everything in our life gets flipped upside down as ballet dancers we are not the type of people who like things to be flipped upside down it is not um our favorite activity right we're not like generally go with the flow people we're not like into that whole (laughs) idea right no that's not really our bag um, I think this is forcing us to learn a little bit about how little control we have over our lives and the world where we 
really like to feel a sense of that. We like to feel a sense of being in control over things. And so I think for me, the biggest thing that's been helpful has been to think about the things that I do that I can impact in my life. And for me, that's waking up every morning and doing 20 minutes of something. What is it? I don't know, but I wake up and ask myself, what do I want to do? And I do it every day. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter about anything because that's one thing I can impact every single day. And I know it always impacts my mood and my positivity. And it's just like, even if I have to lay on the ground for 20 minutes, that's fine. It's just not scrolling through social media. It's not whatever. Mm. It's just being deliberate about taking that time for myself. And I think that that helps me feel a little bit of agency in the whole thing because I can... I can't do much about much, right? I can't do much about any of the things happening in the world and that is overwhelming, but I can, I can make this time and I can do that every single day and I can make that happen for myself because I need it and because it's important to find something that you can have a little bit of say in right now. Yeah, totally. That's great that you take 20 minutes that's really, that's a really good idea. I'm going to try to do that. Yeah, I think starting with five. Let's be real. Right okay, so that's great because Too much. Yeah, I have a tendency to like bite off more than I can chew because I'm like, oh, it has to look like this. Yeah. And like, you know, then I can't I, get anywhere. I yeah. think in the beginning, what I started with was I needed to set myself up to knock it out of the park. Like set yourself up to win every single day. Uh-huh. I don't care what it is. Set it up and win at it every single yes. day. If that means you open yes. your and check a box, you won, right? Whatever you set up as the rules of your game, you get to win at it every single day. And I think that that has given me, I mean, it's enabled me to turn it into something longer and something bigger and something that's now turned back into ballet and putting my point shoes on and all that stuff. But it started with mm. just, just open a book. If you open the book, you're good. If you like <laughs> put your phone down and open a book and look at it, you won the day, <laughs> right? <won. laughs> <laughs> that is that's really fantastic that's a great a great way to look at it I I had a similar experience on the other day it was I started so I started running during like the initial like break from ballet and I was like I'm gonna sit on this couch and gain like 50 pounds and start doing something so I started doing running and like and I hate it I'm not good at it um but it was just something and then I haven't done it in a few months because it's just been so hot and yeah. um but yeah, it, it's cooled down a little bit here. And so I went the other day and I was like, well, it's been two months since I ran. I'm going to put the bar really low about what it is that I can do. And I like, so I just did some like short runs with walks in between and like, you know, I like nailed it. And I was just like, I was like, okay, see, I wanted to win out of that. I was like, I didn't want to be like, set myself up to try to accomplish something. And I haven't done it in two months. And so, no. yeah, I think I that's think right smart now- to... Yeah, I think right now what we all need is just like a win, right? Nothing feels like it's winning anywhere, anywhere in any aspect of your life, right? Nothing feels like it's winning right now for most people. And so I think I just need to, I, there's nothing to win at right now, right? There's nothing to win at. So make something to win at and then win at it. And then you feel good about that. <laughs> yes, I, I love to do the like make the to-do list. And then if I've done something and I forgot to put it on the to-do list, I will add it to the to-do list just right. so I can mark it off. <laughs> That's right. And I think, I think that sometimes some of these tendencies you want to like get away from and try to be, try to have distance from. But I think right now it's just, for me, it's helped build a lot of confidence in my own ability to, to do things, to just know that I will do something every day and that I will have the discipline to do something even when I don't have to do it. I think that that is actually really hard to find. And 
for me, it started with expectations because expectations are the worst. That word should we talked about, that's a horrible word. It should be like this. I should be in better shape. I shouldn't have done that. I should be doing this. I should be a more positive. I should be whatever. I shouldn't be feeling that way. I hate all that stuff, but I've said all that stuff to myself during this period of time. And it just started with like the expectation of like, no, why should you, why should you be in better shape? Why should you be, why shouldn't you be feeling that way? Why shouldn't you be sad? Are you kidding me? You just lost your whole life. Why shouldn't you be sad? Like, there's no reason why you shouldn't be sad about that. So let's yeah. just like be okay with the fact that we're, that we're, that we're doing this and that we're in this boat and figure out how we move forward from here. I think for me, just accepting the boat that I was in helped me move forward. Yeah. Where do you were talking about? I don't know if it was your comment or somebody's comment on the post from the other day talking about like sitting in the discomfort yeah, that was, and like, that was, just, that was you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's such a thing that like my like base personality type is to avoid conflict and uncomfort at all costs. Like if you, if you know anything about the Enneagram, I'm a type nine. And so like, we just want to keep the peace. Right. And so like, that's how like mine like wired to be, you know, at, at my base. And I, you know, through working through self-discovery and all of that stuff, like I'm, I'm fine sitting in the discomfort. I like, I realize it's a growth thing and I enjoy that I can handle that now. Um, but it's funny that like this time is bringing up all these like old feelings and I just want to like make it all go away. Um, and it's interesting how we, none of us are really, I think mentally at the, like the best versions of ourselves right now. So none of us are kind of handling this in a healthy way at all because like we can't and so like and everybody's going through that at the same time it's just it's like a lot for my brain sometimes to to process but I think it's part of it I think being in your less healthy state and trying to handle it is how you learn right like you think about how um you learn to be a first responder and play it cool under pressure. You bet they're not learning how to play it cool under pressure sitting there reading a book, right? They dunk them in water and they make them handle it, right? It's not like you don't learn how to handle stuff by handling it at your best. That's not how you learn how to handle anything, right? Uh. When you're doing a ballet intensive, you don't learn how to handle t- fatigue until the end of your seventh day. And then you're like, oh, that's how you push through fatigue because you were, you were not in your best state but you learn, that's when you learn the most about yourself is when you're not in your healthiest state. So this is in fact when we should be processing all this stuff. And yeah. That's a great way to, to look at it. So I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah, avoiding discomfort is ideal, but unfortunately it is part of this. <laughs> I know, right? It's no, it's no fun. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's like, I'm aware that we will get through it and it will be better and, um, we'll have this perspective, but some days I'm just like, when, when is that day? Like, I'm so ready for that day. <laughs> right. Well, and that's not helpful information to help you get through now to get through. I know. Today. Um, like, I think, you know, the obviously trying to run studios during this period of time has been incredibly stressful, um, just unbelievably stressful and, and actually closing them in some ways was a huge relief because I at least didn't have to stress about all that stuff. Um, but I would just, I would just be like, okay, I can't get through this day. I don't think I can get through this day, but I think I can get through these five minutes. I think I can do five minutes. And then I go, okay, got through those five minutes. I think I can do five more minutes. And I go five more minutes. Like, okay, I think I can do another hour. Okay, let's do it. And yeah. it was, that was like the only way that I could get through it was like only just thinking about literally what is the next thing. Okay, I think I can write this one email. I think I can do this one thing. And then doing that one thing and that helped me through it so much. Because yeah. no one 
it's going to end in the future was not helpful. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, you mean like accomplishments, like every single day. It's, I think it's just so easy to right now to not feel like you're accomplishing anything at all ever. And so, yeah, I think finding something every single day that you can accomplish, no matter what it is, I think helps you feel like, you can still function. <laughs> and that you still control your life, right? You still control, yeah. you know, people say you don't control what happens to you, you control your reactions and you're like, well, this sucks. So I'm not sure what you mean by that. Um, but I think in this case, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think what I've tried to learn at least, I mean, obviously we're all still work in progress, but what I've tried to learn is by that, it means that even though life sucks, I can still take care of myself. I can still get up and, you know, put earrings on and, have a good day you know I can still the parts of it that I can control I can make them awesome and the rest of it is going to be a crapshoot but the parts of it that I can control I'll try to make them as good as possible yeah that's good this is helpful Julie thank you <laughs> <laughs> good well I I feel like I have uh seen the depths of despair and come out the other side so I yeah I just oh, I I feel for you having to close the studio and mm, broke my heart. <laughs> it's all a lot. It's all a lot, but it's, it's, uh, I mean, I think so much of the, the things that we've experienced in the last few months, uh, we wouldn't have experienced without that happening. I wouldn't be here sitting talking with you. That's for sure. I wouldn't have started the podcast. I wouldn't have done so many things, you know, so many ways that my team and I connected in different new ways throughout that period of time. We never had, team meetings regularly because we were all too busy and then we got to have team meetings every other week you know there's so many ways in which that yeah. we connected deeper during this period of time so I think having obviously all of that was terrible one day I don't know maybe I'll write a book about it or something who knows but it was yeah. um <laughs> it was a crazy experience but I think now six months later I'm able to kind of see the things that weren't working about that life that I wasn't taking care of myself and I wasn't being I wasn't taking care of myself the way that I was telling other people to take care of themselves. And I think mm -hmm. I've had to do a lot of personal growth to see how I can recommit to myself and to my community and how I can be a stronger person to make it through the next COVID, right? Because I wasn't strong enough to make it through this last one. And I learned, and I learned how to keep myself healthy enough to make it through the next big thing that happens and kind of develop a way to take care of myself that I wasn't even bothering to try I was just running myself empty expecting it to keep working and you can't run yourself empty because when you know the world falls to pieces and you're already on empty you have nothing left to give so I think that was a huge learning for me was to you really have to make sure you're not on empty because you never know what the world's going to throw at you and that you need to make it through you have to always be keeping something in the tank for yourself yeah that's really wise that's a huge a huge takeaway and I, I feel like I had a similar experience at the beginning too when everything shut down and I all of a sudden realized like my schedule was insane like I was never at home like never really saw my husband or if we did it was just like you know we were just like on opposite schedules and like you know I was at the studio all of the time and doing photography and like all of this stuff and I felt like I never had a second to like just sit with my thoughts and like figure out like what I what I have to say about anything because it was just like go 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 and I was you know appreciative of a 
the busy, all the things I, I loved everything I was doing. So it wasn't like, I was like, this isn't making me happy I need to go. It was That's just right. like, how do I, how do I eliminate? Like when I'm so happy to have all these things. And, right. but yeah, so at the very beginning I was like, thank God, like I would have never given myself a break had that not happened. And it was only then that I realized I was like, Oh my God, well, no wonder I haven't had a creative thought in so long because like, I don't have time to even sit and let my brain like wander or to be bored or like anything. It's just like, constant and then now but now it's trickled down to like too far on the other end where I'm like I need stuff to do I need a right. schedule I need you know what I mean so I think but and my takeaway now is like get yeah. get a better life balance once things go back to normal whatever that looks like and yeah. I think now you can add back as opposed to having to subtract like you said things that you love like I loved everything I was doing too I could never have cut any of it back and I tried really hard to cut things back because I knew I was tired but I couldn't pick anything to cut. It was too, I'm like, but I like, I like this class and I like this class and I like this and I like doing that and I can't stop doing this. And, um, but now as I add things back, I can say, okay, well, I like this enough to replace what I already have with it. Right. So if I have my morning meditation, okay, well, I'm more interested in doing this than I am in that. So I will replace it. But now it's a matter of replacing the life of both with other things and it has to be better than whatever I'm doing now in order to be willing to add it back into my life, which is a very different place than just like mm -hmm. a feeling of loss. Like I can't lose that. I can't lose that thing. I love that thing. It's so great. But in reality, it's all gone and we're all fine. So yeah. Before we hop, do you have any last words you want to make sure to sneak in here for, for people in our boat? I, I feel like it's really easy to give like like toxic positivity kind of yeah. words. I don't know. I think maybe just if you're having a hard time, find somebody to talk to about it, like a friend, a parent, like your Instagram account. Like literally I feel so much better after making that post because I was just internalizing all of this junk. Right. And I was like, I felt so alone. And just being able to like share that and just lay it out. And everybody was just like so nice. Like I literally have felt like a weight off of my shoulders being like, okay, I can handle this. I can, I can work through it. Like it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, I'm not alone. So I just, I think it helps to just, um, just to talk to somebody. Yeah. And when you do talk to somebody, it's um, sometimes a little embarrassing to even admit the feelings that you're having, especially in a period of time when it seems so silly to be so sad about something as inconsequential as ballet or whatever you tell yourself that it's not okay about what you're feeling and you want to be strong enough that you wouldn't have to talk to someone and you want to be able to handle it on your own because you're a go-getter or whatever you know mm -hmm. so you know reaching out to people isn't as easy as it sounds um it's not as easy as it sounds to reach out to someone and say like hey i'm not cool today like i'm not i'm not having a, i'm having a day you know i need a hug today it's not that it's not as easy as it sounds to do that but it's worth it because um the more hugs even if they're virtual uh Honestly, the more it helps you just know that you're not alone in the boat. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jana, for making the time. I'm really glad that we were able to have this chat. And I hope it helps someone out there even just to know that you're, you're not alone and we're both over here trying to figure it all out too. And yeah. we don't have the answers, but we're, we're struggling too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thank you, Julie. This was great. <laughs> Thanks for listening today, dancers. For more adult ballet, you can follow our studio on Instagram and Facebook at Broche Ballet. You can follow me on Instagram at Julie the Ballerina, or check out our blog and YouTube channels for more content. 
You can even dance with us in our online studio with daily live Zoom classes, private lessons, and our on-demand video library. Don't forget to have your story featured on our podcast. Email us at hello at brocheballet.com. I'm Julie Gill, and this was Broche Banter. Happy dancing!